Hey guys, this is Level Up, the podcast designed to help you win at work and make you master of your money. I'm Jen Simons. I'm Firas Aboud. We're here to test the tools that will bring you closer to your goals. Trial and error is so 2020. This is the year of transition into the now normal. Why not learn from someone else's experience? Well, today is all about makeup. Do you love makeup, Jen? Oh my gosh, does the Pope have a balcony for us? (laughs) I love makeup. Well, you're preaching to the choir here. I, for one, can't live without makeup. So, if you're a makeup lover like me and Firas, you're in for a treat because we did a huge challenge over the past two weeks. Jen and I wore makeup to work for four days straight, then four days without. Okay, you might be wondering why take on such a challenge. Well, we wanted to test if wearing makeup would boost our productivity at work. Okay, so I started because my norm is to wear makeup at work. It was just part of my dress code for like a decade in a previous role. So it was very hard for me to adjust to not doing that for four days. And it just (laughs) so happened to coincide with my first vaccination shot. So I'm super lucky and I'm super grateful for that, but you do not feel good afterward. And I felt particularly bad because I actually looked like I felt bad. So it was tough for me. It was really tough. Wow. I, I, I can actually relate. Listeners might be surprised since I'm a guy and everything, but like you, I'm used to wearing makeup every day to work. So this challenge really was a challenge for me. I think the best part about it was finally knowing that I'll be able to wear makeup again because the four days of not wearing makeup, oh my goodness, they were so hard. (laughs) Yeah, why is that? Since I'm so used to doing it, like starting my day, picking out what color of lipstick to wear, picking out a foundation, a blush, you know, it's really part of my process. Even now that we've transitioned to, you know, working from home, I still wanted to practice that. So going into my work day, knowing that I wouldn't be wearing makeup really was a challenge for me. I found on the first two days I still kind of like did a little bit of a cheat. Like it's not technically (laughs) makeup, but I put like castor oil on my eyelashes, did extra skincare just so that I would have a routine to, Mm -hmm. to fill that gap. And it was all right, right? Like it filled that time that I usually use for makeup. So I kind of tried to create an alternate habit. But when I would see myself on video, um, because I forced myself to be on video for those days, Mm -hmm. I was very, I found myself making excuses for Mm -hmm. my appearance, which I am honestly a bit embarrassed about. Like, it's my face, okay? Like, why do I have to apologize for it? So it brought a lot of things like that up for me that distracted me from my focus at work. So I would say that did it make me more productive or less productive than not wearing of makeup? It was a source of distraction for me. And I think that 
that's valuable, right? Because like in this work from home environment, it's so much easier to get distracted. What do you think? Definitely. I agree, Jen. I think for me, it wasn't really much of a distraction, but I could totally understand why you felt that way. I felt like I had more time to sleep <laughs> since, <laughs> you know, I didn't have to wake up like 30 minutes earlier just to, you know, put on makeup. So what I did for the four days where I didn't have to wear makeup, it was just me basically getting out of bed, switching on my laptop, just going to work. Thankfully, I didn't have a lot of meetings during the period where I didn't have to wear makeup. So I guess I was safe. But honestly, even I think I was more distracted when I was wearing makeup then. And this was something that was surprising to me because maybe since it was, I mean, since it is part of my habit, I didn't really have anything to compare it with. But now that I've experienced four days without makeup and four days with makeup, those days when I had to wear makeup, I found myself, you know, reaching for the mirror every now and then, touching up, looking how my makeup was looking at a certain time of the day. So I wasn't aware that these were actually distractions. So I guess you could say it did affect my productivity a bit since I had to really check up on things and take a break from work just to look at my makeup. Well, it's totally different, I think, for guys and girls in this situation. Mm -hmm. More and more workplaces are a lot more accepting of the fact that gender is not binary, right? There's not just one way to express yourself in a workplace, whether you're working from home or working in person with your peers. And I'm sure it's something that a lot of our HR practitioners listening have to deal with at different Mm -hmm. levels of the organization. But for me, as it was previously part of a dress code and part of the way that you avoid distracting your clients, for example, mm-hmm. by having a consistent sort of face, right? Yes. <laughs> like where you can cover up any blemishes or insecurities, something to give you an extra boost of confidence. It definitely does function as a tool to get across your specific personality or your whatever brand you as an individual want to push right in the workplace. So for a guy, I think that line with how you look at home or at work is a little bit more blurred, right? Mm -hmm. I I agree. Yeah. Also, Jen, I just wanted to add, I'm so glad that you opened up that particular perspective when it comes to makeup at work and, you know, the gender uh, layer that goes into it. I think now that I'm working from home, I become less conscious of it. I mean, since there's no one around me, like from work, because I do remember I started working when I was 21 and I worked for SGV, which is a professional services firm. And I remember like literally having to go to the bathroom just to really check up on my makeup. And, you know, I was quite ashamed to do it in front of my workmates and, you know, knowing that my boss could see me at any given time. So there was a bit of guilt feeling whenever I had like leave the office area to check on my makeup. But now that I'm working from home, I feel like 
you know, there's no one watching me. I have I have the freedom to do so. So it sort of makes me feel comfortable, more comfortable. And I'm really glad that, yes, you're right. A lot of companies are becoming more open to, you know, guys wearing makeup at work. But I think it's also important to, I, I think, set boundaries. I'm glad that I, I had a boss who really sat me down and told me that, okay, I'm not telling you this because I want you to stop doing it completely. I'm here to tell you that if you do want to wear makeup, you have to wear makeup that doesn't really grab that much attention. So that meant wearing nudes, neutrals, nothing like red or pink to the workplace. And I really appreciate that. I think generally anything that is distracting that can take focus away from the work at hand would be sort of more difficult to accept in a workplace, right? <laughs> I agree. I really so agree. Remember, we actually asked our guest of the next episode what she thought of this. And she mentioned something that was really surprising to me. She's an image consultant and does a lot of work with financial institutions across the country, she actually mentioned that it is part of the dress code for men at a particular bank. I, we will not name the bank. <laughs> that, that they wear, that the men wear foundation. So it is not unheard of. And it is definitely a tool that people, even in the most formal work institutions, have used to encourage confidence and focus in the workplace. Because foundation just really polishes the face. It, you know, it, it makes you look cleaner, I guess. It makes you look more presentable, especially when you're facing clients. So I think people just really need to get over that particular stigma and not think of makeup in a shallow sort of way. Mental health is such a huge part mm -hmm. of everything in our lives, yes. right? Your self-perception, right, is what is going to determine your emotional health, your mood, hence your mental health for like that day. And so I think it's important that everybody accepts that we need to do things such as self-care, such as makeup and taking care of ourselves, taking care of how we look to make ourselves feel good. You know, it's not a shallow practice, in my opinion. I really think we need to shatter that perception mm -hmm. because I think it has a massive impact on your self-confidence, on your preparatory, you know, rituals for the day. It's really, I think, super important. So whether it's a splash of lipstick or lip balm, some powder to mattify your face, or full-on three colors of eyeshadow contour, yes. right? <laughs> Highlighter, like you do you. And as long as you're not distracting, I think people around you should support what your habits are that are making you more yourself. Mental health has always been important. And I think now more than ever, people really realize that. And if you're the type of person who uses makeup or sees makeup as a way to really get through the day and boost your mood and you know prepare yourself for the work day ahead, then, I mean, I think it goes without saying that that positively 
affects your productivity, right? Like when you feel good, when you know you look good, you're ready to switch on your video, you're ready to take on the day, then that will definitely boost your productivity at work. Agreed, agreed. So, Firas, you have a beauty column on onemega.com. Anybody who's listening and wants to tap into this possible next level of self-confidence and you know, consequent productivity. I feel like you're the perfect person to describe like, you know, a basic face that they don't even need to take more than 10 minutes to put on. What would you recommend? So let's say you have three minutes or you're suddenly already in a Zoom call or in a Google meeting and then suddenly your boss tells you that you need to switch on your video and you have like, what, 30 seconds to one minute to get ready. Honestly, my go-to would be a lipstick or any lip color. So just quickly swipe a lipstick on if you're not comfortable with that full opaque color. You know, just use your fingers to blend it on your lips and then whatever left on your fingers, use it on your cheeks and you're good to go. I mean, lipstick really has that effect and it's really the reason why, you know, whenever there's a crisis, lipstick sales would really go up because they call it the lipstick effect, if I'm not mistaken. So lipstick really has that power and it's the perfect makeup product in that particular situation, Jen. Well, that's fantastic advice for us. I will definitely keep it in mind since now I'm back to my eyeliner, eyebrow and lipstick faces ready for the Zoom camera. <laughs> Guys, stay tuned for our next episode next Monday. We're coming at you with Julia Robilos of PMAP. That's a People Management Association of the Philippines, the largest organization of HR practitioners in the country. She's going to take us through how important it is to invest in your personal learning and development. Meanwhile, keep your head up, baby. You got this. 